What's up everyone and welcome to episode 101 of the Justin Insight podcast, a show where I, Tim Birkbeck, speak to people involved in the world of alternative music and find out what makes them tick. I uh, hope everyone's well. I uh, want to start this week's episode by saying a huge thank you uh, for such an amazing response to the 100th episode which we released last week. Everyone really seemed to dig the chat that I had with Patrick, uh, hearing all the feedback and everyone's enjoyment of the episode really makes doing this show worth it um i do put a lot of effort into these shows i'm not gonna i'm gonna toot my own horn a little bit um and to get to to 100 episodes was a big sort of benchmark for me it was something that i'd aimed to to do so it was yeah it was really cool that i got to do episode 100 with patrick um and yeah we roll on celebrations are out of the way now we move on to the next 100 episodes so i'm gonna steamroll through let's aim for 200 let's see who we can get on to to the 200th episode shall we i don't know let's reach for the skies um but yeah before we get on to this week's guest i do have a tiny little bit of news that i want to share with you um announced today monday you're hearing this on tuesday but i'm recording this on a monday um friends and former guests of the podcast weather state uh have announced that they will be releasing their debut full-length record uh the title of the record is called born a cynic uh it will be out on may 10th the lead single brain dead is out now you can check it out on uh spotify youtube and all those good places but yeah uh, really happy for those guys like weather state of they've been good friends of mine for a while so like i'm ecstatic that they're they're getting full length out and i'm really excited to hear it as well so yeah may 10th born a cynic weather state keep an eye out for it right let's get on with the guest and the next lot of 100 episodes episode 101 this week i am joined by drummer of punch on wine mums and beheading Isaac Windsor. Um, this was a really cool chat, uh, and I think, in my honest opinion, Isaac has one of the most interesting stories of how he came to to play the drums and learn his instrument. Basically, um, I'm not going to give it too too much away because I think Isaac tells it succinctly in the chat. Um, but yeah, I like when I heard it, I was like, I need to talk to him about this, and I was happy to have the opportunity to. Um, but we also talk about um him getting into photography how that was kind of uh, an in for him getting into sort of the more uh quote-unquote industry side of, of the music um how the different bands that he's in present him with different challenges um and also how in the early days of, of punch on how them guys putting on their own shows has kind of put them in good stead and helped them to get to where they are now and him potentially looking to emulate that with his new band beheading so yeah that's all going to be covered in this week's chat um just heads up this was recorded on a pretty busy cross channel ferry when i was out with the punch on guys on our way back from dieppe to the uk so there are there are there is a little bit of background noise um i've done my best to kind of cut it down to a minimum but yeah apologies if it annoys you i'm sorry i have to do this where i can and it was the only opportunity we had so yeah there we go but anyway sit back enjoy the chat i have with isaac and i'll see you on the other side um, right in the famous words of lonely island we're on a fucking boat uh, i'm with punch on 
Wine Mums, Beheading. What other bands? Have I missed any out? It's just those three. Uh, those drummer three. Isaac Windsor. <laughs> uh, on the way back to the UK after the Punch On Euro tour. Um, any particular highlights? Of the tour? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Um, definitely like uh, Malaga and yeah. like the, uh, the the space and the whole the whole collective there. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. see, the, the, they they were the guys that put it all on as well. So like, uh, in terms of like finding the promoters yeah, and contacting, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was nice to meet them and see the the, the venue, nice uh, di, di, yeah, DIY space. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Malaga and uh, Castellon was really surprising. Yeah. Like, it was really fun. I just didn't... It was like a seaside town. Like, I compare it to in the UK, but there was, like, people stage diving yeah, and, like, yeah. there was an like, actual mosh pit, which yeah, is yeah. odd for a screamo band. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I like to start all my shows, take my guests back to their musical origins, so to say. So, what was your kind of first exposure of alternative music? Uh, alternative music, probably just from my older brothers and siblings and yeah. stuff. Um, like, um, so my older brother, he was into, he's like metal, still is, but like, okay. um, back more simple bands like System Redown and okay. CKY. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, CKY was actually my first gig when I was 12. Oh, so that's pretty that's good. Pretty cool. um, so, that sort of thing. And then, um, just kind of progressed from there, I suppose. Yeah. Um, in uni, I was a lot of the more hardcore stuff because that's what a lot of people I met are into, and then yeah, just yeah. yeah, just progressed further and further. So, like, what was it kind of like then introducing my brothers introducing you to like System of Down and stuff? Like yeah, that? At, at that point, so like, um, so yeah, older brothers more metal, System of Down, that sort of thing, and then submit the more classic sort of metal bands too. Like okay. he's he's not much older, but so like he was. For, for the time he's into it and then my little brother was oddly into things like gallows and stuff oh, and things like that but now he just you know just you know just works in the car shop and just I don't know he <laughs> doesn't really do much else yeah he, he, had, he had a funny like you know teenager years like, okay. like it, it was a phase for him right okay <laughs> as you, you. you could say yeah, yeah, yeah so he was into things like gallows and like Korean and Cambria and that sort of that stuff but yeah yeah, yeah so, so, so what would you kind of say was your sort of first like band that you would kind of say you discovered and was sort of like your band. Ooh, that's really good. Um, probably Alkaline Trio actually. Yeah. yeah, the first one I was just being like, no one told me about them. I was like, oh, this sounds this band's cool. I'll give them a go and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah, I'd say Alkaline Trio. And then so like, as you say, from there, kind of discovering, like, how did you kind of discover like? Hardcore sort of um, that was just like through like you know like lo some local music scene. So it was mainly university, but before I went to university, um, ex well, so I'm from Exeter, and yeah. they've got a really good sort of like punk rock scene. Okay. So for a good period of time, around 2011, 2012, a lot of hardcore bands would come through as well. Okay. So just from going to the, the, the gigs at the local ones, and then seeing like I remember. Um, it was really dead, but I saw I saw Last Witness and Shy Hullard down oh, the, down in the cavern. There was yeah, four yeah. people showed up, so that yes. was good. Brilliant. <laughs> um, but bands like that came through, like uh, Dead Swans and BWP came through on their nice. tour. Um, so every now and then there were just hardcore shows, and then so I was aware of it. And then when I went to university, there was a load of people into it. There was right. much more of a scene for it at that time. Okay. So did you, where did you go to uni? Uh, in in Bristol. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that's when the Crofters opened. That's like when like all the bands came through. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was more in uni that it came to be more of a hardcore thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, more, it was like dabbling in before. Yeah. So. so then in terms of kind of you playing music, like, because mm. obviously you're drum in three bands now, but was it yeah. always drums that you were drawn to? Or? Um, funny enough, it was, it was guitar at first when I was much younger, uh, but I really didn't get on with it. Okay. Still don't. I don't <laughs> understand how you play guitar. Um, so I gave up on that pretty quick. <laughs> 
Um, and then I'll, uh, and I tried bass, so I was like, less strings. That makes yeah, more yeah. sense. That, I did the exact same thing. <laughs> um, I did that for a couple of years. Didn't play any bands, though. I was a bit younger. Um, and then, yeah, I just, just stopped playing music for a long time. I did actually did a lot of photography yeah. um, for music and stuff. Um, and then I finally landed on drums. But uh, bass for a little while. I can still just about play bass, but yeah, I yeah. couldn't tell you anything about it. But <laughs> I, can, I can still play um, that, that one Black Sabbath song on bass. Right, um, yeah, yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you said first show was CKY. Yeah. But, and obviously you mentioned kind of extra having quite a decent scene, but like what? Were you kind of, when did you sort of like first explore, like, was it straight after that CKY show? Were you sort of like, right, I want to start going to more live music, like, digging yeah. up the shows, sort of like, thing? Yeah, I was, like, I was only like 12, 13, so it was a bit, it was a bit, it was kind of like, I want to do more, but of course I was like, please mum, please yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, and like, at that time as well, I didn't say it, Scar was quite big. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, x had some pretty good Scar bands, not gonna lie, I like Scar. Um, <laughs> Unpopular opinion, but um, but yeah. So there's, there's quite a few of those that came through. I remember a lot of like the ex like youth clubs in right, air yeah, quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they would have they'd have bands playing there quite often, like Scar adjacent, I'd say. Okay. So you know that sort of like almost like Yellow Card Zebrahead. Right. That's yeah, sort of like yeah, Scar punk, like Less yeah, Than Jake yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I ended up going to a lot of that because that's what was around at the time. And as I discovered more local stuff, like the Cavern, that's when the more punk rock thing came right, in. Right. Okay. So. Yeah, I think at the time, I think it was just, uh, what's there? This yeah, sounds yeah, cool, yeah. I want to go to this. <laughs> um, we'll get on to like, how you got to play drums in a minute, because yeah. I want to hear the story. But um, obviously you mentioned kind of photography, and like, mm. that's obviously what you did at uni. Yeah, yeah. So, was, did the kind of music and the photography go hand in hand, or were you interested in the photography first, and then sort of started shooting gigs? Like, how did that kind of... That's a, that's a good question. Um, I think so. The music came first, yeah. and it was separate at first. Like I studied photography in college and stuff, and like I was like, I was just interested in art. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, the classic thing I did: graphics, photography, and like film studies. Yeah. So yeah, anything yeah. media, I was like, come on, we can do that. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> um, and then like, I think music was just like an easy way to incorporate it because I was so like you know into and passionate about music. It kind of put hand in hand, so I was kind of like, cool, I get to go to gigs and also take photos. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is really cool. And then I also really came to it, I was like, cool, I get it for free sometimes. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> yeah. um, and then so I think like the interest in photography started on its own, but it was fueled and like propelled by by, by, the by, by the music as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, yeah. like I've kind of come to it later. Like obviously I was very similar, like at college did photography, film studies, media studies, yeah. English language. And then like once I finished college I kind of like dropped off with photography for a while yeah okay and then just like in the last couple of years I've sort of started back up again but it, it was like from seeing other people's photos I was like yeah, yeah. oh I, I want to do this sort of thing yeah this looks fun like it's, it was really fun like it's it's much better it's an excuse to go to shows and yeah, meet exactly. new people get like connections but like but yeah, the whole music thing, like, it was it was a constant throughout the whole time I was studying as well. Yeah, yeah. Even my dissertation was on music photography. Oh, okay, Yeah, cool. it was like, like, it had like the shortest name for a dissertation, but I think the full one was like, 
the um, the purpose of um, environment into depicting a character within a portrait. Okay. So I basically just like just did loads of gig photography. Yeah. So like, actual live photos and portraits. Okay. Um, but it's got just different music photographers from like some from like the sixties and the seventies and oh, some new cool. ones as well. So that was around that was like two thousand thirteen. So that was like those metalcore bands. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was just, yeah, just, it was it was just quite cool to to write about that sort of stuff yeah, and like yeah, yeah. have like my actual. Like my, my final major projects of like, yeah. like, music, like musicians and like portraits and stuff and recordings yeah. and live stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. music definitely fueled the photography. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Well, as I mentioned, I, I need to hear the full story. <laughs> so, how did playing drums come about? So I started playing drums because a game called Guitar Hero came out. <laughs> um, so Guitar Hero came out. I was like, this is really fun. And then after about Guitar Hero three came out. Rock Band came yeah. out, and if anyone's played Rock Band, you can play um, guitar, bass, drums, and sing. So, because of that, like, the drums sound pretty cool. I want to get, get those and see what that's like. Started on easy mode, this is a bit easy, and then by the time I was done playing it, I was obviously not an expert, just yeah, like yeah. playing it all. I got a bit, uh, I don't know, addicted, should you say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like living in Exeter, had a, a job that paid alright for a 16 year old. Okay. Like, it was only a Three nights a week, but I got, I got like six hundred pound a month with no rent to pay. It was like um, stock line picking for a pharmaceutical company. Okay. It was, out, it was after college. It was just like cool. Uh, five hours a night, every other every other day, I think it was on the weekdays. Yeah. yeah. And then like so, I was cool. Then the so rock band obviously was quite good with the content. Yeah. It would come out with like different songs. Every songs from like metal bands and like actual hardcore bands yeah, and yeah. indie bands and just from all types of music, not just like you know more alternative underground stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I just like played drums on that for ages. Spent way too much money on downloadable songs. <laughs> But played that for ages, um, probably about two years before I actually oh, touched a real drum set. Okay. Um, but then my little brother had a, had an electric drum set because he was a bit a little bit interested in music as well. Yeah. Um, so I had to go on that. Obviously, it's got the similar feeling of yeah, a plastic drum say, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had obviously now all the symbols as well. So I was like, cool, this makes sense. And then uh, I, I, I kind of gave up on that after a while because I was, there was no one to play music with, and it actually didn't work. It was I had, I had a broken <laughs> had a broken module. But right. you can still obviously like you get yeah, the yeah, sort yeah, yeah. of I say technique down, but I, I had no technique. <laughs> Um, um, so I did that for ages. I actually, <laughs> I actually um, even made a real kick pedal out of like, the one for the electric drum kit. So like you, that's cool. Yeah, it was, it was really good. So I felt like you were playing a real one. But um, played that for ages, and oh, then how did you make it? So the little the, the, the rubbish pedal you get with a rock band drum set has yeah, it, it's yeah. basically just a sensor. When it gets when it, when it gets close to it, it kicks it. Right. So you you snip the the plastic bit inside with some just like I don't know, just some shears or whatever. Um, and you take out the sensor because it stays intact. Yeah. And you just take one end to one of, of, a ba- of the base plate of a, of a base pedal, and one end to the actual pedal itself. Uh, okay. And when you kick it down, it, it kicks it. But oh, because okay. it had the electric pads with the kit back, it felt like a real kit pedal. Oh, that's cool. And it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and if you and if you if you had another one, you could do a double bass pedal. Yeah, yeah. Because it had songs like um. Because um, there's like suicide silence. And yeah, like yeah. Like it was the one I remember that, that really needed it. it was like um. Uh, at the gates, um, oh, yeah, like, uh, yeah. I think it's like I think it's blinded by fear. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. how like how are you supposed to do this like a plastic drum set? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so I played for ages, and then after moving, no, after that, that was that was before Bristol actually. Yeah. So then after when I moved to Bristol, um, uh, I met I met Sean actually. Yeah. Um, that this this was before Punch On. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, played like started playing some music again, bought a drum kit. Um, um, yeah, I just kind of went from there actually. I sort of taught myself. 
like how to play a real drum set. Yeah. Like it was like the whole thing, it, it translated really easily. Yeah. It's not like Guitar Hero where it's like it's just five buttons and it's not the same. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, Wait you, a minute, <laughs> this is not clicking up and down. <laughs> you know, like you know, once you can separate your hands and feet, that's like cool. I can like, teach myself the rest. Yeah. Um, in, in university halls, actually, I forgot about this part. I actually had a drum set before I met Sean. I'm like an actual one. But I had it in my university halls, right. like a full drum set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so I learned a bit there as well, but you know, imagine halls, you can't play it all well, the time. Well, so when I was in halls, there was someone that did the exact same thing. So he really? had a full kit in his room, but yeah. he was a air quote drum and bass drummer. Oh. But he literally could not play. So his timing was literally <laughs> like. Wow. <laughs> and, but he was like the room opposite me. Oh no. And he would play like just sporadic times and I'm like, dude, literally shut the fuck up. I'm <laughs> trying to sleep. So when you sleep in nursing, he's like, I was alright. So like, I bought mine off someone in my uni course because he, okay. he, he played drums in a in a punk band or a hardcore band. Like, they're called Failure to Follow. Like they're they're pretty good for the time. Yeah. Um, they actually went on to make Bat Down for a couple of members. Oh, okay. A couple of members yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Tom, the vocalist, and I think he's the last one left actually. Yeah. Um, but um, so I bought the drum kit of him. And I had my my uni halls. I had, an, I had an agreement where I was like, "Cool, I'll play drums, but I'll, I'll stop at like 9 p.m." Yeah, yeah. And people start complaining. I was like, "Cool, I'll stop playing drums if you stop having parties." And then we ended up just having coming to an agreement where I don't play drums too late, and they get their parties still. Yeah. Which I went to. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, but as you can imagine, I couldn't really learn drums there. Like I yeah, could just do yeah. like a noodle about and stuff. But and then when, when I met Sean like, a few years later, actually, it was um, I bought another drum set, and that's when I started up. Uh, Another band which I'm not going to talk about because it was awful. No one, no one should be exposed to that band. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sean might have already mentioned. He might have done. So, but, so then, like, obviously, the like you said, the transition wasn't too difficult. But was yeah. it like a weird sensation because, like, you are actually now hitting things? It, it was, yeah. It was a really weird sensation. Like, um, you're still hitting things on the passive drum kit, but there was no rebound. There was yeah, no yeah. sort of like technique to actually make it. You hit it. That's it. it doesn't yeah, do yeah. anything. Um, so yeah, it was a weird sensation. It took a while. I say it probably took at least a couple of years before I can say like I can I can I can play drums now. Yeah, so, yeah. Sort of anyway. You such a I can I can play drums in terms of like technique and like terminology. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I only learned what like a rudiment was like last year. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So it was, yeah, from plastic drum kit a few years later up to like yeah. And blast beats in Spain. Yeah. Right? So, how long is it? You, like, would you say that you've like properly been playing the drums then? Um, it's properly um, uh, four years, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. It's still like, like a decent chunk. It's not like yeah, decent chunk. Like going from rock band to punch on no, no, it was, yeah, no, no, <laughs> punch on Eurotour yeah even like between rock band and playing drums in bands that was a good two years Okay. so like, I didn't play drums in that time because I didn't, wasn't able to um, but so I'm not counting those two years yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah but about four years overall actual drum set I'd yeah, say yeah. and include some of the electric kit as well because that okay. was a bit more yeah 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 um, yeah about four years or so so you like in terms because obviously I asked like what was your best interest you said guitar yeah like me and Sean kind of had this conversation like about his kind of teaching like in terms of like some of the students that he was with like they'd try one instrument wouldn't be very good at it but then like the next it would like instantly click kind of thing okay so yeah. was that kind of like what it was like for you with drums because as you say like I know it it's at the end of the day it's a computer game yeah but like as you say you, you kind of got a bit addicted to it and you were playing it at, at, 
a certain level. Yeah. Like, was it a case of like when you were doing that, you were like, oh, like this kind of feels more natural than me holding a guitar? I I say so. Yeah, actually. Um, it, it made a bit more sense. It took a while as well to get used to it, but yeah. like I found the guitar frustrating, whereas yeah, yeah. where I found the drums really fun, and I was like, okay. oh, I, I want to get better yeah, at this. Yeah, yeah. Like, where the guitar's like, I just just like satisfying in any way that's, for me. That's the thing. Like, I was like that. Like when I tried guitars, I was like, no. But like drums mm. is the one thing. Like if I were to pick up an instrument, I'd love to do it, but I just yeah. don't have the hand-eye coordination for it. Like yeah, I've I, tried it, but I'm just too cack-handed. <laughs> I think. I think there's something in my brain that tells me I need to be set up left-handed, but I just don't. I don't have the time. For, I don't have but no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drums, the drums are definitely like. I think it was a good. Like I said, I think rock band's actually quite a good way to get into it because yeah. it doesn't require the space and I guess like the the noise the level. Noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I actually I, I can like I can teach myself the basics of drums, separating your hands and feet, which yeah. is one of the first thing without actually annoying anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but, you know, I think drums, yeah, it was, I was more drawn to them as soon as I was, like, saw it come out for that game, because I was quite into it already, I was like, I want those. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember I pre-ordered it, like, in fact, actually, <laughs> I pre-ordered it, and it didn't come on the first day, so I just went and bought it, <laughs> <laughs> and just sold it when it came. Brilliant. <laughs> That's how much I wanted them, and then, yeah, like, it's like, again, I guess you could compare it to, like, when I'm playing Guitar Hero at first, the, the guitar, it took me at least a year or two to get into the, the harder stuff. About, in about a month, I was in the harder stuff of the drums. Oh, so okay. like, I picked it up much quicker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, so, in terms of, kind of, actual band stuff, mm -hmm. like, I'm kind of going to backtrack a little bit. So, yeah, when you were younger, mm -hmm. pre-rock band, yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, I guess, kind of, like, the music photography is kind of an element of being involved in that world. Yeah. But was there like a want to sort of be in a band, start a band kind of thing? Or was it like, I'm happy at a distance just admiring sort of thing? I think I was I was definitely happy at a distance admiring and like um, still working with them. Like there was there was definitely a want, like if, if, the, if the opportunity came along, I would have definitely yeah, done it. Yeah. But I was actually um, for a, a small period going to be in a band in university. It just never panned out though. Yeah. It's one of those ones. We had two practices, we had two songs, uh, and then someone just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, like I wasn't chasing it as such. But if people ask me, I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do that. Um, but you know, as I think with photography, I was happy doing it. Just working with bands, yeah, actually, yeah. like still being involved in the scene and yeah, yeah. You know, like, I like guess like not constituting, you know, just having a good time. So yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. like making stuff as like an outlet. And, you know. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's like kind of similar to. Uh, like what I used to do like when putting on shows because obviously yeah. I wasn't in a band but I wanted to be involved in that world of like doing something to, mm. to support the scene mm. sort of thing but so then in terms of you actually playing like was the band with Sean that you don't want to mention but I'm pretty sure <laughs> Sean has mentioned I mentioned then it's got one of those uh there's big swear words in it. Yeah, he just said it out. Oh, of did he? That, so, yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Then. I was just saying that because yeah, because he, he like he never wants to talk about it. Like yeah, oh, well, yeah, like 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 we we've even got a demo recorded. He doesn't want to put it out. Like, yeah. Um. So yeah, that was yeah, that was. Sorry, Karen, you want to say something? No, no, no. I was just gonna say. So like, was that your sort of first introduction of like playing live music with that band, or had you sort of done anything prior? No, that was uh, that was my first ever show playing live. Actually, yeah. yeah so that, yeah, that was the first experience of playing like live music. Yeah. Um, uh, with uh, with uh, a Sunday cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was a weird way to get into a band. Almost quite 
easy win I think it was, yeah, it was so yeah. casual and so just kind of like this isn't going to be a thing yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah there, that was the first one I will say it was a pretty, pretty good first show <laughs> played like healing powers yeah, and perfect yeah, blue it's, <laughs> it's crazy first and only show as well yeah <laughs> Um, then a month later we started Punch On, so yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. But that, that that band was the first one in first okay. one, which would uh, be fun to tell, tell if I ever have grandkids. Tell yeah. them my first ever show. <laughs> Can't say this words, kids, but, but I used to play in this band. This band, we were we were rubbish. <laughs> so, like obviously you did Punch On, but obviously you were in. Mm. Well, Beheading is a is a newer project, but how mm. did kind of Wine Mums come about? Um, so Wine Mums came about. So. Um, <laughs> one of my friends, so they, they they were playing a gig, um, a bit Sean Pillon actually, okay. um, and uh, and that band Cry Wank were playing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were just having like some like just like chat afters and joking, and I think of silly band names. And Cry Wank thought of ones like oh oh this is a funny band name the like the Wine Mums. Yeah, yeah. And then like that joke kind of stuck with my friend, and then just carried on and just carried on. It's like maybe we should start a band called the Wine Mums. <laughs> um, and then yeah, we just started a band called the Wine Mums for a laugh, and it was like. Um, just from there, just wrote songs. All the songs were like, well, they were supposed to be about wine yeah, yeah, yeah. and being a mum. <laughs> I think about none of them, are, no, one of them is about being a mum <laughs> and wine. About four of them are about wine, and the other five are not about wine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just kind of like a joke, and then they're like, like wanting to play more music yeah, and like yeah. different styles. So it's because like, wine mums is more like indie pop, yeah, I'd yeah. say. So it's fun just to play different styles and stuff, and like, um, I see with beheading, it's a different style, but yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just just wanted to do more music and yeah. do something a bit, a bit it, different. Was that, like, I guess, if I don't know if you want to necessarily draw a line under something, <laughs> but like, obviously, that as an entrance point was that yeah. kind of then for you, like, oh, I want to do this. So, was it then like, kind of like the punch on was sort of festering, yeah, but as you say, like, the want to do other genres, were you then sort of like. I can do this in a in a live situation. So were you then sort of more actively pursue? Yeah, definitely. In fact, Wine Mums actually started like um, pretty soon after sun- Sunday kind of ended. Yeah. In fact, the first Wine Mums show was before the first Punch On show actually. Okay. Like um, that was a good show as well. That was with, uh, f- uh, football etc. Oh, sick. That was yeah, really yeah. cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So it was just more like yeah, cool. Like um, see how the live show was, I guess, and. Yeah, so I wanted to do more. I was like, yeah. cool, I want to do different things. Now. I want to see what it's like playing on this band or this sort of band. And like, yeah, just, 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 just do more music and just like, have fun doing it. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, you, in terms of kind of like, I don't, I don't know, like, not, I don't want to kind of pigeonhole genre and stuff, but like, because obviously, as you say, like, One Mums is a bit more sort of like indie, sort of yeah, punk yeah. kind of thing. But I know you from sort of Screamo, sort of that kind of mm. side of mm. things. But like, I don't know, like, I could be wrong assuming you're not necessarily into sort of that kind of world, maybe just because I don't see um, you in it as much. Yeah, like, I mean, like, Bristol itself, in terms of the music scene, is very, like, indie punk. Yeah. I mean, like, it's all, like, not pop punk, you know, like, punk pop, you guess yeah, what you call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, Bristol's got a massive scene for that, like, special subjects based in Bristol. Yeah, And, yeah. like, uh, the, all the, like, uh, Eat Up as well. Yeah. Like, so, like, they're all doing great work for that, and they're, they're, all the music they put on is basically around that sort of genre. Yeah. And it's all really good. Because um, I'm into it as well, for sure. Um, but, yeah. It's a tough question, actually, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I think, I'm just, just, like, kind of, like, like, I guess you could say like DIY music, but like that, that sort of like genre, like, like the genres yeah, that come with it, as, as to tend to be sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. everything from like black metal to indie, indie yeah. pop stuff, like 
um, you know, it's, it's almost music that like, stands up for something, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, like anti fascist and like feminist and like they're, they're equal rights for everyone, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, like you say, like, I like to be involved in more things than just screamo, but like, screamo. <laughs> <laughs> <No, it laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Is it? And then, like, in terms of kind of you sort of like, I'm kind of jumping back a little bit again. That's good. But like, seeing behind like a proper kit for the first time. Yeah. Like, I get, I guess, because you had had sort of practice sort of like playing around with electric drum kit and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, going from rock band where you are following a track. Yeah. To then writing your own stuff on drums. Like, what was that transition? Like, was it? Did you find it like quite a bizarre sort of thing to start? Like, mm. like this is actually a good rhythm and things like that. Because, like, I have no concept of how to write a drum like beat at all, sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Um, yeah, that was probably the hardest thing actually, yeah. hardest transition. Like, because um, following a track, you know, yeah, that's le- that's learning to play drums. Like, I'm playing songs and drums. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, actually writing your own music and like. Some of the drums are adding in like almost like accents and drum fills and stuff. It's like it's just also thing you wouldn't do yeah, on like yeah, yeah. rock band and stuff. And even when you do, there's only four pads. You know, you haven't yeah, got yeah, like yeah. all these different symbols and different toms and sizes. And um, it's this weird experience. Um, like I don't know if I just because I get I don't know much music theory. Like I don't. Yeah. I just kind of write drums how I feel. Like yeah, I don't know what I'm feeling. Um, but playing with Sean's taught me a lot, a lot of theory stuff. Cause obviously, he's a music teacher. So yeah, yeah. You know, when, when we first started off, he was like. Cool. Though. This bit's in five four. I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm just gonna play it. I'm just gonna yeah, I'll just follow you. Yeah. Um, that was one of the weirdest transitions, uh, and it's something you have to. Yeah, I had to teach myself again. Yeah. Um, but that was, I think, from actually making an effort and trying to learn more about drum theory or music theory in general, yeah, yeah. that has helped. Um, and writing with Sean too, who is he's a great, he's a really good music teacher. Like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've actually, I've learned so much from being a punch on to actually about music itself. Yeah. Um, and what things are and what you know. Um, so yeah, it's for, yeah going from that. It's a really hard transition. I, it, that needed more work for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm glad I put the work in because it's much more fun <laughs> when you know what you do, you know what you're doing. Have you heard the first Sunday Cunt songs? Oh boy, <laughs> were they simple? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and then, like obviously now, well, we're on the way back from bloody Europe. Yeah. Like, so, like. In terms of kind of Punch On's inception, which I guess 2016? Yeah, 2016. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. To, to now. Yeah. Like, I don't want to turn this as like a discredit to you in any way, but obviously, like, going from essentially doing no music to playing quite regularly to doing weekends and tours and things, mm-hmm. like, would you say that obviously, like, it'll build your confidence but has that kind of helped like I don't know like in terms of writing like made things easier and like just the way that you kind of approach drums has that changed at all? Yeah definitely um, so from like I remember the first few gigs we played and like I feel like um, even practices like playing with people I think is what's been the, the best thing for like, building mm. confidence in like writing drums and stuff um Especially in the early few days, when like, our first few shows, when like, our songs, of course they had structure, but like they, they might change every now and then. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. like cool. That's like like I guess the process of writing almost like if that changes and it works, I might yeah. just keep it in there. Um, 
But it's, yeah, like, playing with people, playing a lot, it definitely builds confidence and helps with writing stuff. Yeah. So if anyone's, like, worried about writing or they think, no, you know, I'm not that good at writing, just just play shows anyway. Like, <laughs> like if, if your songs aren't recorded, no one knows if it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, that is, <laughs> so, that is a very fair point. Yeah. And, like, I've seen, I've seen like, bigger bands, um, well, not bigger, just different bands. Like, I watched a... Um, Interview that band Dreamwife the other day. Oh yeah, and like yeah, even yeah. even they say that like every every time we play it, it's a bit different. Yeah. And if that sticks, it sticks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like it, like music's always changing, it's always progressing, and like just just playing playing yeah. helps and with people too. With people, like I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. When I start playing with people, like I progressed so much, like it's crazy. Yeah. And obviously, like in the kind of early inceptions of, of Punch On, like you guys were sort of putting on your own shows sort of thing like obviously that's how I met Sean from back in the day was yeah. doing like Brad and Sad sort of things mm-hmm. and obviously I'm not, we only met like two years ago but yeah. like I know I'm, I'm not saying like oh you were a nobody but like did that kind of like open your eyes to what sort of was in the DIY world because I guess coming from like a hardcore world like, which is very similar to what I was. Like, when I first started doing shows, I was like, oh, I just want to put on, like, New York hardcore style yeah. and stuff like that. But then I realised, oh, no, like, I actually need to diversify. And so, yeah, like, yeah. that's how I met some of my best friends, which is now Starbucks sort of thing. Like, yeah. So, like, did that kind of... Obviously, I know you're playing in a screamo band, but, like, did it give you a new sort of appreciation for what was going on? Because I guess, like you hadn't necessarily been putting on the shows before where Sean had but now you were doing it together like did it give you a new perspective of like okay I'm I play in bands I know how to like do a gig but like this is now a thing on its own sort of thing yeah definitely um like I think speaking about the hardcore stuff before like um I think for me in hardcore, like when I first got into that, like it's like some of my friends put on shows and like, I wasn't involved as such, but I was there to help set yeah, up yeah. and things. Um, it's, it's so different from like this sort of like, like DIY culture. Yeah. Like I almost felt like not I didn't belong as such, but it's not as it's not as accepting, it's oh, not no, as inclusive, no, no. like nowhere near. Um, and then from like yeah, even playing in bands like more like screamer bands and the more DIY scene, um, and putting them on, like definitely like it's opened the whole like world up of like yeah, uh, what, what like this sort of music. Um, and I don't know, let's like put, yeah, for, I think putting on bands definitely helped. I mean, I, I, we, we only put on shows so we could play, essentially. <laughs> but That's not a bad thing to do. No, right? I'd actually re- I'd recommend it to yeah. bands starting out. If they can do it, like, it's, it's good fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it definitely helps you along and stuff. Um, yeah, no, definitely like, um, saw like a whole different world in it from putting shows on. Yeah. Um, from how, like, to, how, I guess from how it runs from every different aspect. Um, so I guess from being a photographer, being in media, so yeah, that runs a different way. And like yeah, you know, playing yeah. in a band, that runs a different way. Putting it on, definitely runs a different yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you just end up you're meeting more people, um, getting more I guess connections. I suppose you could yeah. call them, but basically just making friends. Yeah, help yeah. You out. Um, um, yeah, I think yeah. So yeah, for putting on, definitely saw like a whole different side of it, and like a much better side of it as yeah. well. Like it's it's completely different to like the like the, the, the hardcore scene. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about it back in like 2013, 2012, but it's just like completely different. Yeah. Like it's so much nicer. I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Well, it's like. I think Sean mentioned it when we were actually there, but like, and you mentioned at the beginning of this conversation that obviously like this whole tour was done with the help of the guys from the the Sawyer collection. Yeah, yeah. And that happened because Moises 
came to the UK after Flood. Yeah. And it's just like... <laughs> so you just meet people after... Yeah, like, you know, it's go basically a show. Yeah. Even though it's in, pro, in like, you know, Rocker Yeah. But you go to a show, meet someone there. I live there. I can do that for you. Do that for you. Yeah. And, yeah, and, just, and you do the same thing. Like, like, if his band never comes over, we'll probably put them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. Like, um, yeah, so it's much more, like... Um, Inclusive, yeah. I'd say. Like everyone's much more willing to help out, and like, everyone's like, it's genuinely excited to do it. Yeah, yeah. And like it's yeah, it's definitely yeah, from putting shows on. It's definitely uh, seen a whole other side of it, which is cool. <laughs> I like um, it. I haven't really talked about it much because it's still very new. But mm. let's t- beheading. Uh, yeah, beheading's cool. Um, it's different to everything I've done before. Yeah. Um, like really different. Um, much more atmosphere. I want to say atmospheric. I, okay. I, I don't know how to describe it. Like. We, like, we played one show, that yeah. was with um, Sean's um, solo project release yeah. for his tape, which was really fun. Um, but we got just kind of like, uh, compared to like, have a nice life, um, oh, okay. that sort of thing. Um, but, but, but when I asked Sonny, who plays guitar and sings the band, he's like, yeah, sort of like, grouper, um, sort of like, mogwai as well, that sort okay. of thing. So like, I play with like, Phelps and Beaters and stuff, and yeah, it's all yeah. very kind of, like, low and sort of like, oh, um, okay, really like, drowned in reverb, like, completely. Um, it's really interesting. I'm really excited to do it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, we, yeah, we're just recording the demo now of the first, okay, first cool. three songs. One of the songs is 12 minutes long, nice. <laughs> which is a thing I'm not used to. <laughs> used to two. Say, say two minutes tops, isn't it? Tops. Yeah. Punch has got one seven minute song, but it's that was, that, that was a challenge. <laughs> it, took, it took, us, took us a while to write that one. <laughs> um, but no, it's cool. Um, so yeah, it's um, Sonny who. Um, Sings plays guitar. Uh, my friend Kyle, who plays guitar, and Joe uh, plays bass. Um, who used to, uh, plays in the salt bath as well. Oh, okay. And yeah, um, yeah. Mashishi, who are yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really cool. It's still early days. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We got we got a few, few more shows booked. That's cool. Um, we got a, a show booked with a band called Night Swimming, like a shoegaze band oh, from London. Oh yeah, Ashwin's band. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ash, Ash, Ashwin? Ash, yeah, Ashwin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry, Ashwin. Yeah. If, <laughs> if I said your name wrong. Um, yeah, so we're playing with them in April, which would be cool. Um, with a few other bands, or mixed bill. Yeah. Like that's that French criminal band. Like I think they're called O. It's like E U X. But they're they're coming over. Um, um, yeah, I think one of the records out is on Callus Records. The same people that put our yeah, put our yeah, tape yeah. out. Um, so we're playing with them as well, which would be cool. Um, so yeah, it's just still early days. Yeah. It's still, it's coming along, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Different. I want to quickly talk about Harm Pass for Yeah. 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 I had to check with Sean. I got it right as well. <laughs> um, obviously, subject matter is something that is quite horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I think what you guys are, are doing in terms of kind of doing it as a, a charitable sort of uh, release and so on and so forth. So. Like, in terms of wanting to do that song, mm-hmm. like, why did you kind of, I don't know, approach it as, like, because it's three songs essentially in one. Yeah, it? yeah. So, like, was the approach to sort of, like, be a narrative, or, like, is it just the way that, that it's kind of come across that way? Um, so, Sean wrote all the songs, so... Um as far as my understanding is, it, yeah, it's a narrative as such. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, if you split it up into three songs, it's like Harm is a song, uh, Passes is a song, and Ford's a song. Yeah. Um, I think they've got other names as well, but I don't know what they are yet. <laughs> <laughs> should know that. Um, but yeah, but, but then put together, it can be one piece of music. Yeah. Um, so I think it's meant to be there as a narrative because of the thing that did happen. Yeah, there yeah. was a narrative to it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's from Sean's experience of it. Yeah. Um, 
so it, it, it is intended as a thing so like even when, when, when we release it like we want to make sure it's on one site if we, if we can do a record yeah if anyone's listening we'll do a record <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, we, yeah, we want to make sure it's on one side of a record yeah because um, it's all flowing yeah, together yeah um, so just make sure that that narrative is still there you know that actually flows and yeah, uh, yeah. the message gets across and, yeah yeah um, and in terms of kind of what you guys are doing I don't say what you guys do next, but like, I think like, we've kind of spoken about it like through the sort of course of this week. Obviously, like, there is a bit of momentum behind you guys now at the moment. So, like, is it just a case of like wanting to sort of just carry it on and see what happens, like, or have you kind of got benchmarks that you want to um, sort of hit? I think. I think it's a, I mean Sean pretty agree. I think just carry on and see what happens but of course have like future plans not just like sit around and wait for something to happen <laughs> yeah. but like you know like, but, you know, we don't, we're not thought so far ahead like you know like like we've like we've we've got songs. Yeah, we've got a five-year plan. No, it's fun out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so you know, like we've we've got plans for like shows up until like uh, May, hopefully June time. We've got plans to record this and like um, we're going to start probably planning to release it after it's recorded. Um, and yeah, like, like you know, like we're not planning anything at all, but there, there are songs for another album and stuff. Oh, and so cool. so yeah, so like that, I think there's like if I. I think Sean's got five songs for the next yeah. album, and I, I, we've got drums for at least three of them so oh, far. Cool. So, um, well, that's the one thing. Like you, like to what? So six, say two thousand sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Two and a bit years. Yeah. In, in realistic. Yeah, way. definitely. Like you've been pretty consistent and sort of like. What's the word I'm looking for? Just like active in like putting stuff out like, yeah I mean if I give an example like the complete opposite my band <laughs> I've been in that band for nearly three years yeah and the whole time we're only just getting around to recording the album now so I think um, I don't know like I, 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 don't, I don't know really um, I guess we're doing this quite a lot like we're quite organised I think as people anyway yeah. like we always practice once a week if not twice a week yeah yeah um, and like I mean, once we we have the capacity to do it, like I only work a nine to five job. Sean just Sean just quit his job, yeah, yeah, so he's yeah, always yeah. time free. Um, he's gonna be here like knocking on your bedroom, like as in practice. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, even even asking him to practice Christmas Day one year. <laughs> um, and like, and then, yeah, we 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 got a practice room. We can go in every night if we want. Um, and, you know, just, I think just by like, being organised with it, um, and I think just like it's just like fun doing it as well. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're having fun doing it. Um, I think mean, I mean, it might just come naturally as well. I'm not yeah. really sure. Like, yeah, like, I don't write really any of the songs. I think I wrote one song actually. <laughs> like, I wrote one and then Sean changed it. And I was like, this is much better. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think just once you get some, like, yeah, so, like you said, like with some sort of like momentum and some going, it's, it's quite yeah. good to keep going and doing stuff. Especially yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, anyway. Like, if I if I stop doing something, I will like not lose interest. But I'd be like, oh, I'm just, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know. Like every now and like. With like my band Wine Mums, like it's really really fun. But we, we like, yeah, again, like we haven't recorded, and we've been a band for like two and a half years. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, and, like you know, because we haven't done that, it's kind of like it's not in the forefront of my mind as much as I really want to. Yeah, It's yeah. like you know, we're, we're part of John. We're con- there's something always on the horizon. It's like yeah. cool. Let's get something else and something else and something else. And, um, but no, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I think just it's just good, to, just good to keep doing it. Yeah, for, yeah. For, for me as well. I think Sean's probably the same as well. Sean's very very much like. Focus on what's happening next. Yeah, so like yeah. we won't plan much ahead, but 
when it's there, it's a cool. It wants to be on to the next thing, sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, how I like to end this is to ask my guests what their favourite track is, but with a little bit of a twist. So as we've just finished your punch on tour, we'll. We'll stick with a punch-on song. Okay. So, what is your favourite punch-on song that you like to play live, and why? Ooh, favourite punch-on song to play live. Um, I'd say it's one of Harm Passes Ford. Um, yeah. It's probably Harm. I'd say it's the first song that really like challenged me. Like not like well not challenged me. Like from like from the, the point where I'm progressing, I can play drums now. Yeah. To be like cool. We're gonna write something. Oh, I can't play this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's really fun to play. It feels really satisfying because like, cool. You've, I've, you've nailed it. Yeah, so. I've nailed it. For, I can I can see the, the progression of when we started writing it like six months ago, maybe I think it was. That's a ballpark figure. Um, to now being like, wow, I literally couldn't play it at all. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm actually being quite confident on it. Yeah. I see that progression of what it all and uh, just it just feels really good to play. Yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty raging too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, Isaac. Thank you very much. No, worries, thank you. So there we have it folks, thanks again to Isaac for letting me shove a microphone on in his face uh, while we were on the ferry, um, and I told you his story was pretty cool, a pretty cool one, so yeah, thanks again Isaac for, for sharing that with everyone, and now it is out in the world. Um, as always, you can keep up to date with all of Isaac's musical endeavours on various social media platforms, which will be linked in the episode, uh, sorry, the description of this episode. Um, that is it for this week um, I'm going on a bit of gig duty again this weekend where I'm going to be off with my friends in Svalbard um, they're doing a little weekend of shows with Morrow so if you're in Bristol on Friday or London on Saturday recommend coming to check the shows out the lineups on both are pretty rad uh, Friday uh, is Punch On ironically uh, Modern Rituals former guests of the show Morrow, Svalbard and then a band from Singapore called Shial Shial I think S-A-I-L they played Static Shock and everyone said they were fucking rad so I'm looking forward to seeing them um, and the lineup on Saturday is Watch Cries again friends of the show Ithaca friends of the show Morrow and Svalbard so yeah uh, killer lineups you should come check them out but that's enough of that that's enough of me once again thank you for stopping by the justin inside podcast and i will see you soon